0: Well, hello and welcome to episode number 78 of Virtual Team Dynamics, the ULFIRE podcast. My name is Francis Norman. I'm the founder and principal consultant here at Allfire. At ULFIRE, we specialize in helping you get the most from your virtual teams through understanding how your team members communicate and interact. On today's podcast, we're going to be talking about project communications complications, which even saying it, is makes your face feel a bit strange. Um, as with all of our podcasts, there's an accompanying article on the Old Fire website, so please do check it out for additional information. And while you're there, of course, feel free, sign up for our regular newsletter and uh, we'll keep you up to date through that on what's going on within Ulfire and also maybe help you understand how we may be able to help you with your business. so project communications complications um essentially in this article and then on this podcast what i've tried to do is to lay out a few of the things that really contribute to to the growing complication levels within communications within projects and realistically within all other forms of businesses um you know at at The simplest, most basic level, communications between humans, involves two individuals. The most simplistic would be two individuals with similar cultural, demographic and values-based views of the world. Speak the same language, similar levels of communication skills, talk face-to-face and generally understand each other pretty well. So... There isn't a lot of interpretation, there isn't a lot of inferring required. They have a similar level of sort of style of communication, probably come from similar backgrounds. So realistically what one says the other one can, uh, can understand almost in a non-verbal context They they almost need to uh, only communicate in shorthand. A little bit like you find with married couples when they've been together for a long, long time. Often they don't really need to talk very much to get their messages across to one another. So that's the simple, simplistic, utopian view of things but... Of course, it's uh, very, very rarely like that in businesses and in project environments. Your know, businesses are far more complex than this. There are more people, people from all sorts of backgrounds. But in businesses, typically people tend to stay in similar roles and move around together for longer. So you get at least a little bit more of that sort of aging in Where people become more familiar talking to one another, that shorthand starts to develop and you get a lot more uh, of a mutual level of understanding. So even if people aren't necessarily from completely the same backgrounds and have the same views on things, they will still understand what each other is saying reasonably cleanly and reasonably easily. Where it can get more complex again is when you get into a project environment, particularly in the early days of a project or in a project which is fast moving and where the teams are very fluid and very dynamic. You'll suddenly find that you've gone from small numbers of people who are similar in their views and in their communication styles and skills to large teams of people where their views, their communication skills, their perspectives on things are very, very divergent. So to, uh, to, to sort of work through this as a continuum, you will start out simple, go back to the first analogy, two people, same language, same background, similar communication skills, talking face to face you add a few more people you start to get a bit more of a mix of cultural backgrounds maybe some linguistic backgrounds some of them may not be native speakers in whichever language your business is operating in some of their value systems and communication skill levels may vary Um, you know you hire people for different roles not everybody will have the same skills for their communications some will have Uh, relatively rudimentary communication skills others will have very complex and very complicated communication skills Um, so you start to very very quickly grow the numbers of differences between people and that in itself then starts to grow and expand the number of ways in which you need to manage your communications then as the team becomes virtual so you start to go from being co-located to being multi-center that could be multi-centre in as much as you could be two different floors of a building, two different spaces within a building even, um, even on the same floor if you're in a multi-storey building. You go from that to then multiple centres in a city, multiple cities in a country, multiple countries on a planet. And each time you make this step, the the mix, the heterogeneousness of the people within your team becomes greater. You've got more multicultural engagement in there. You've got people from different linguistic backgrounds. You'll all automatically have people with different ages, almost certainly different genders. You likely have different social status, people born in different places, people educated differently, been through different schools. All of these things add an extra layer, an extra tier, an extra notch of complexity to the communications that you've got going on within your team. And you can see through that that very, very quickly the the actual complexity com- or the complication of the communications increases and increases to a very, very high level. So when you're into this environment, when you're in this really scattered, really diverse environment where you've got people with all sorts of different expectations and needs for their communications, why Do so many businesses and so many projects assume that a single form of communication is then the appropriate way to deal with all of these people? Why, for instance, is an assumption made that a blanket email written in one language by one person can convey the same message to every single person working on a project, whether they are based in the same office and in the same room as the as the email originates, or if they're on the other side of the planet, speak a completely different language as their native language, have very different um, cultural expectations of how they can be communicated in terms of the complexity of the message the way the message is phrased the way the message is framed and everything else why do businesses assume that that's the appropriate way to do it so you need to think through how you communicate out to your teams you need to think okay I'm gonna get this is the message I want to share to all of my people but how am I going to share it so that everybody gets it and understands it and really gets their message that they need to get from that so that they can remain as part of the delivery group for your project team. So that's the first facet of what needs to be considered. The second one then, expanding on from that really is, okay, so you you recognise that your people need A different mode of communication when you're communicating to them the then the next thing is to recognize that they also need different tools that they have access to so that they can communicate with one another so to continue the analogy you assume you provide everybody for instance with uh, email and with some form of desktop instant messaging Some people may need access to video conferencing. Some people may need access to the ability to share documentation so that they can both be looking at the same file, the same document, the same specification, data sheet manual or whatever on their computer screens while they're communicating so some people need that um that very sort of tactile feel of what they're communicating with other people perfectly happy with just an email or with a telephone or whatever You need to allow the variation of tools to your people in just the same way as you need to ensure that you have access to different forms of tools and use different forms of tools when you're communicating to them for them to be effective in the ways that they communicate. Now, the one caveat that I will place around the need and the requirement to allow all these different tools is that you need also to ensure that you can maintain the integrity of the documentation within your organization now it depends of course on what your organization does and produces but virtually every organization needs some form of traceability on some form of documentation that transfers and moves around within their business so you need to ensure that that part of your organizational structure is consistent but outside of that you need also then to allow the different kinds of tools and the different approaches and the different access for your people so that they can communicate as they need to do the job that you've hired them to do so simply giving everybody one form of email and saying okay get on with it don't care where you are don't care what you do and don't care how you work this is the only tool you have will not give them the flexibility that they need to work in a complicated communications environment in a large or a small virtual project team. You need to allow all those different tools. So that was it. Um, Just a brief sort of call to arms, if you like, a bit of a message in terms of some of the things that I really truly believe organisations have been overlooking and um, but that they do need to make some plans around and to make sure that their people are properly furnished with the equipment that they need so i hope you enjoyed this episode i hope you've got something from it maybe stimulated a bit of thought maybe make you go back and look at what you've got on your desk and around your office in terms of tools that you or your people or your management are providing for you um maybe it'll help i hope so um, if you've enjoyed the episode, then please do check us out. We're at www.ulfire.com.au. And of course, dearly love for you to subscribe to the podcast feed. Leave a bit of feedback on there if you're, uh, if you're passing by iTunes and um, and to keep up to date with future episodes. And I will very much look forward to speaking to you in the future. Thank you.